Welcome to the Florida Versus Podcast. You know, I got one for you. Holy cow! That song, that voice, this tune can only mean one thing. Florida Versus is back for season three. That's right. Welcome to 2022. It's January 14th in the year 2022. I'm your host today and every day, Peter Murphy. Thank you so much for tuning back in. Today, my guest is Shane Hartline. We'll get to him in a second. But for now, uh, thank you guys for hanging tight. It was, we had a brief holiday break, but now new episodes will be coming out every single Friday on all the podcast apps that you listen to podcasts on. So thanks so much for tuning in. I am right in the middle of dry January. That's right, dry January, which means uh, it just means I'm not showering. And that's going terribly. It's kind of hard. I don't get how... Other people are able to do this successfully. Uh, Omicron is spreading through the states. Live shows. uh, Crowds have been thin. But I hope everybody stays safe and remains, you know, healthy and happy out there uh, for this uh, brand new year. Haven't been able to really get a grasp of myself. Maybe I'm just like a little out of it. I haven't gotten covid Work is coming. I just, uh, I feel like I'm just flailing a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I just, I just don't like uh, feel like in my body, you know, quite, quite yet. I'm a little all over the place, uh, a little scatterbrained, I suppose. As you can tell by listening to me. <laughs> uh, regardless, uh, speaking of podcasting, speaking of work, before we get to Shane. Uh, Sponsors coming back this year. Very happy to welcome back Totally Good Time. Check out Totally Good Time uh, in the details of this episode. Click on their link and you can get 15% off your order there. And then Lucky Nick's Pizza, Southern California's best Neapolitan pizza, if you ask me. And then if you love the podcast, you want to wear it, go ahead and click the link in the description of this podcast for T Public. T Public will be. Uh, providing officially licensed merchandise. Uh, click on the logo you like, and uh, yeah, go to the, go to the store, and uh, you'll see a bunch of uh, fun, cool stuff. Uh, but coming up to right now, a couple ads about the products and services I just mentioned. Then after that, it's me and Shane Hartline. You've heard him before. Hear him again. We'll, we cover a wide array of topics and uh, air out some grievances. All right, see you on the other side of the break. Enjoy and welcome to 2022. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. What's the holdup? It's ad time. Oh, yeah. It's ad time. And let the good time roll. You know, since 2015, totally good time has been making pop culture street style inspired by the 90s, 2000s, and niche entertainment favorites. Well, what do they got? Uh, how about bringing on Toro sweatsuit? Check. Empire Records staff tee for Rex Manning Day? Check. 
New Girl True American hoodie that features the design as the gameplay? One, two, three, four, check! Now go ahead and check out all of the original pop culture goods over at totallygoodtime.com. That's totallygoodtime.com. And use code FLORIDAVERSUS15 for 15% off your order today. That's code F-L-O-R-I-D-A-V-S-1-5 for 15% off your order today. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Add time. Do-do-do-do-do. Add time. Oh, man, another ad. Well, don't worry. This one will make you hungry. Margarita. Pepperoni Playboy, Guilty Party, Good Thing, Dreams Tonight, Beyond Love, Smoke Signals, Neon Moon, Springsteen, Talking Backwards, Crude Copy, Breakneck Speed. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you haven't had one of Lucky Nick's Pizza's Sourdough Neapolitan Pizza Pies straight from their wood fire oven. And you are missing out. Go ahead and follow Lucky Nick's Pizza on Instagram. That's at L-U-C-K-Y-N-I-C-K-S-P-I-Z-Z-A for the latest updates about their weekly mobile pop-ups in the SoCal region. It's Lucky Nick's Pizza. Nice little pizza, huh? All right, one more ad won't be so bad. Listen up, this is what we got going on. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. Well, if it is a problem for you and you need a shirt, then go ahead and scroll on down through the details of this episode and click on the Tee Public link. That's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C. That will lead you to the official site for Florida versus merchandise. Now, whether you need a t-shirt to wear in the pool, a mask to wear in the store, or a mug to tea bag, Tee Public has all of your needs covered with officially licensed Florida versus merch. Do you love the podcast? Do you want to wear it? Get officially licensed Florida versus merchandise at teepublic.com. Back like he never left, but he was—he certainly was gone, but not forgotten. <laughs> but returns again, the one and only, the one and only Shane Hartline. Just a couple notes you put them together. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Shane Hartline, actor, comedian, friend, Floridian, fiance. The the titles go on forever, just like if you don't cut him off from talking. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Shane Hartline. Welcome to the show. Peter, cut the shit. (laughs) How many? Okay. This is... Fifth, sixth time I've been on this fucking podcast? I think so, yeah. Okay. Fifth, sixth time. Okay. Five or six. You've had, you know, many other guests on a podcast, as a podcast does. Hundreds, yeah. Hundreds yeah, of yeah. guests. Hundreds. Yeah. Would you say every other guest, <laughs> you know, as you should with right. a podcast, you've promoted said guest on your social media you know as a podcast host should to get your audience to listen to said guest you've done that for every other guest correct thank you yeah not a not a compliment question um so that leads me to my question why the fuck have you never promoted a single one of my podcast episodes um See, you're just uh, you're just too handsome, Shane. Okay, and I can sense the 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 sarcasm. Um, no, so you, you, here, so this is the real reason. 
real uh, reason. I want to. I want to hear this. The real reason is in two. 2000- Don't give me your algorithm bull. Like your <laughs> fucking aesthetic. Because well, I'm gonna call you out. One time, I I was like, "Hey, you gonna promote the pod? The, the great." Because dude, when I come on here, I'm, we fucking we give a fucking a a buffet of entertainment. You and it's I together, hand. it's fucking quality pod, baby. It's a it's a pod pod but luck. It's a pod. If luck. you don't promote, what'd you say? It's a pod luck, like a pot luck, but a pod luck. Easy. If you don't promote it, people don't get to experience the buffet. And Americans love a buffet. It's true. Okay. Oof. But can and one time I reached out and I was like, hey man, you're gonna promote the pod. You said what mm, I said, can't do it because it doesn't fit the aesthetic that I'm going for on my main page. I never said that. There's no way I said that. You said it. Continue with what you're saying. <laughs> All right. So the why, reason why, why can't you promote me? Well, there's two reasons to get to what I said. What I must have said was I am. The, so I'm, on my Instagram, I'll post like photos, like show flyers, as opposed, then I'll post something uh, related to the pod, like a promo video. Uh, and then I'll post like a reel or something like that. And it was just bad timing. However, for in every, t- every episode, <laughs> All right? Every, here's the thing here. This is what the point I was going to get at is in 2020 and 2021, those seasons, which by the way, this is a season premiere uh, of the pod. So you're welcome. Peter, I hope this makes up for it. The pod continues. There's no seasons. <laughs> this is season three. Fuck this off. is officially episode one, season three. This is official. Continue. Fucking continue. And so in season one uh-huh. and season two, I was producing podcasts every Tuesday and Friday. Fridays being guests that grew up outside of Florida. Tuesdays being guests that were from Florida. Uh-huh. And the only Florida guest I had promoted was Aaron Tracy, Corey uh, who's from my hometown. Uh, maybe Corey Slater. <laughs> yeah, maybe Corey Slater, too. Uh-huh. So it's just, uh, two, it's just two people. And Janine Hogan. Oh, She's hey, from Florida. Yeah. Oh, yeah, three. Uh, Mark, so, Mark Duplass. Safe to say every guest that you've had. Yeah. Except me. But now... But mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. it's yeah. now, and, and I, I'm glad you brought this up. Now Me too. it's now it's uh, only episodes on Fridays. Mm. I'm going to do one episode a oh. week. And for other podcast or live streaming or uh, unwritten content, you can find me on the Fireside app. Mm. Yeah. How do you like so, that? Um, I don't. So, <laughs> so safe to say that what i mean what what you're trying to say is that i'm gonna be promoted now let's see how it goes well okay Um, yeah (laughs) let's see how it goes because actually i have something to break it to you what's that break it if 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 you want me yeah bring in the fucking fire yeah pod with you Uh uh-huh i'm not just saying it's me bringing it it's that you and i together we make a fucking hell of a pod yeah man we're like chocolate and peanut butter yeah, the best who's, combination. Who's Name which? a better fucking combination. I don't know, man. If if you want me on your pod, you know, at this point, I, you know, I'm five, six deep. It's a mm. recurring guest kind of thing. I get it. But 
I'm laying this out publicly because this is like basically. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, you usually don't go five, six deep. That is a penis-sized joke, and I'm offended. Another reason that I'm going to lay this lay this down on the table real fucking hard, pun intended. I, from now on, Peter, you are not legally allowed to use my name when promoting this episode. You can use a fake name. You cannot use any of my images or my likeness outside of the podcast episode itself. So if you're going to promote, which you have confirmed you may okay yeah use a someone else's picture i'm talking fucking clip art some random fucking dude off of google and a fake name you are not legally allowed any time from here on out in the future to use my name likeness or fucking anything so when this goes up on the feed if i see my name my fucking lawyers and all my legal team but fleet of them i got a fleet you know come at you fucking like with homing missiles you know what this is the equivalent of it's when facebook was caught selling people's information and people would post in their facebook status face like this that like like copy and paste script that's what this is that's what this is to me because uh maybe because uh i just don't respect you (laughs) and i know that (laughs) and i know that's the deeper reason can i tell you something real though Yes, please. <laughs> There's wait. What else did you have to say for the first time in our friendship? Yeah. Uh. Uh. No. Uh, this piece there of was information. A couple other times. This piece of information I would not have shared otherwise, just because it doesn't need to be shared. But okay. we were. What were you gonna say? I don't want to. I don't. I was just gonna say after this, we've laid this out. You know, yeah. we've gotten past the legal stuff. We can get back to giving, getting a good, good podcast. Out. Getting and giving, giving and getting. I like yeah. it. All right, uh, what were you gonna say? There's a there's a particular listener. I won't I won't name them, but they you recently posted a video of of when we were on television promoting a show that we were doing in Florida uh-huh. in 2010, and uh, I reposted it on Instagram, and the person messaged me and said, "Oh my God, um, that's Shane." I. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think he would be as handsome as he is because based on ha- just listening to him on the podcast. <laughs> Will you tell me off air who said that? It's nobody, you know, it's nobody, you know, but so they yeah. thought what you're saying is they thought how I sounded, I was unattractive. So uh, I sound unattractive. It's not that you sound unattractive. I think they were trying to, I think they were just like, wow, that's what he looks like. Oh, cool. And they were trying to be complimentary though. That is an impossible, like, well, that's, that's what I was going to ask you. Would you take that as a compliment? Cause I don't know how to take that. I would take it as a compliment, but it's one of those impossible compliments. Like, uh, like, Oh, I thought you'd like this cologne. Like, what are you saying? I smell bad. <laughs> you know, you want some gum? You, you should probably have some gum. <laughs> yes, exactly. You want some gum? What? Are, oh, you're, you're really funny. Yeah. 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 Oh, don't you fucking love that? Whoa. That was actually, that was, I know I actually, actually, that was actually funny. Oh my God. There's this comic and she's like such a mean girl, like comic. And uh, she's like the Regina George of comedy. And uh, as I've come to know her and she goes, Oh my God, this was like my show. Like this show that I like promoted and, uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I was the headliner. And she, she Wait, watched. I, I, was I at the show? 
No, I don't think you were at that one. You're at a different one. But this okay, is when I did like a 30 minute set. And I was okay, like the, he- yeah, yeah. the headliner for this particular set. And th- I mean, I've done, I do, I do like 30 minutes all the time. But the reason why <laughs> this sticks out is because what she said, she goes, wow, every other time I've seen you, you bombed. <laughs> she goes, oh you're actually funny. God. And, I'm, and I'm like, oh my God, like when are we just going to sleep together or what? <laughs> Mother you, there's like a deeper, like, there's so much to that. Cause I hear that happens quite a bit to people in the industry that like people come up to them, yeah. comics, especially people yeah. come up to comics and they like, tell them like, well, that was actually really funny. Or they'll say something like my friend doesn't think you're funny, but I think you're hilarious. Shut like, it's like, up. how do you react to things like that? Oh man. You know what? You know what I realized last night, last night I did a show. Um, so this is this will be out Friday, but uh, we'll just we just won't say when we record this. Uh, but I did a show and uh, I was hanging out with a bunch of the comics and I was really trying to like I, there were a bunch of people I'd never met. And I was really and one of them was like. They're 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 all varying levels of famous, but one guy is like very famous mm-hmm. and he was so cool, very cool, was easy to talk to. Everybody else, I was trying to make conversation and I, I, you know, I'm not one that loves small talk, but I think that, you know, the small talk of, Hey, where are you from? That leads to like other things. Uh, so in that sense, small talk is necessary. So I'm trying to create, you know, some rapport with some of the comics and they were just like physically like turning away from me. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, and I, I used to think like, oh, I need to try harder. But now the more that I've done that and failed, I realize that that is just, hey, maybe it's not their night. Maybe they're somewhere else mentally. Uh, maybe they just don't care to get to know me. And I don't have to be friends with everybody. Uh, but I just thought that was fascinating. And I think it's a reflection more of them than uh, than you. You know, I think I think it's more more so um they they don't respect that you don't promote me as a guest on your podcast no um so dude so dude let's do that let's get a great promo for this podcast so like i've laid i've laid it down well what i fake name fake images no you can't promote me okay so in the event that i do get to promote somebody let's give some like clickbaity stuff you know what i mean Uh, okay give me an example so you know i so a guest <laughs> hold on yes you are a guest a first name a period last name guest and <laughs> and let's let's create like I'm, i create a one minute teaser for every episode and i put it on my instagram so let's create some like um like fake stories and like you know like sound bites and so people are like, oh man, I want to hear that what story. What are they talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, here, I'll, I'll start with one. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, and I'm wearing her underwear with two chickens in my hands. Okay, that's a good one. Like something like okay. that. What, a, what, a, what, what, yeah, what, what do you think? And that was the day. Hold on, let me start better. Like, I, I felt fake. You know how when you're like <laughs> trying all, to be authentic, it's always yes. like, eh. Okay. Hold on, let me drop in. Fucking, I'm an actor. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> and dude, that was the day that I realized f- you put jello in your ass, wrecked penis in milliseconds. 
<laughs> I climbed the tree and I didn't get down for a week. And that was a really good one. <laughs> but that was the time that I, we only ate raw chicken for three weeks. You walked in the room. I'm completely naked. She's cradling my head and You're covered in shit. And I'm covered in shit. And we'll stop there. That was, that was well, okay. That's like a two truths and a lie. One of those is one of the things you that should, we said. You're is saying true that. Real. You're saying that. Um, <laughs> One of the things we said is real. It's up to you to determine it. Honestly, if you're a good podcast listener, you've heard. You might already know. <laughs> I'd already know. You know, I want to backtrack a second. Uh, you were talking about, you know, backhanded compliments and that kind of thing. Mm. I had a guy from, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but we're both from like it, it, small towns in Florida. Yeah. I had a buddy from my small town. This guy was a, one of my best friends when I was like a teenager. Mm -hmm about a year ago. And, you know, this is somebody I don't, I don't talk to anymore. Like, you know, many of our middle school friends, but he unsolicited messaged me a year ago and was just like, literally he said, you know, Shane, I think somebody needs to let you know, I think you're a great comedic actor, but you're not a good dramatic actor. And, and I was just like, so thrown off. And also I wanted to be like, well, how can you, I, you know how you get defensive immediately when it's like, well, thanks, bud. But yeah, when have you seen my dramatic acting? Like I don't post dramatic <laughs> act. Like what, when have I had the chance to show my Shakespeare, com <laughs> Shakespeare videos on you? What, what are you drama. talking about? Yeah. Um, but it's just like, what, what is a person, <laughs> you know, that I feel like that's a very common thing, like unsolicited. Like, does he think he's, cause Cause in the way he, he, he followed it up with, I just, I'm telling you this cause I want you to succeed. And I want, I feel like this is something you should work on and get back. I'm like, who are you? Like what? Like, yeah. I um, mean, that's really interesting because that's somebody who believes that they're invested in you. Right. And they're like, Oh, I want to help. Or I'm invested into what their opinion of me is or. Ugh. Yeah. I guess you, you have to mind the source meaning, you know, I don't know this person that you're talking about, but it's like, holy shit, do I even care what you think? You know, like if. And I didn't, it was more or less um, like dissecting it. It's hard mm. not to dissect those things when these kinds of things happen to you. It's not that it affected me. It, it's, it's more or less like, who does this guy think he is? Like wh what? I, I don't, I haven't spoke to you in years and you're coming out of left field, like giving me like, not even backhanded compliments, just like straight up like insults. That's fascinating because I have received that through comedy. Cause like, you know, people will say, people will think, oh, well, you know, I make my coworkers laugh. So why don't I give you some tips here? Or why don't I help the show by being obnoxious? Uh, or why don't I, you know, whatever. Like if it's funny that sometimes people that give advice and I've been uh, guilty of this before uh, at other stages in my life, but like people that give advice are too afraid to do it themselves. So they want to pass off what they believe is genius onto somebody who is uh, brave enough to do it. 
Mm-hmm. So, and, and you know, that's, that is from their perspective. I, for one, on a, maybe a different uh, branch of this tree, believe it was really strange. It's really strange when we started calling comedians geniuses. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think we should do that. You know, like, let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's save stop. that for like scientists and let's people stop doing, doing like real, you know, not to say that what comedians doing isn't, you know, real or really yeah. good things for the world, because I do, you know, a lot can be said uh, about what laughter does to people, but like True. to really go deep, like scientists and those kinds of people are doing the, the Lord's you know, work. you know, what's crazy is like, I realized uh, I was driving yesterday and I, oh gosh, I, w- I had some question in my mind and I wanted to text somebody like, like, like a friend to just be like, Hey, what's the answer? But instead, cause I was driving, I just like Googled it. So like, we all have like geniuses in our pockets. You know what I mean? I think the term genius is like redefined. Maybe like what's a better term for artists is like original. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's better to be original than smart. Cause like, I don't know, man. Like if you walk out of a comedy show and you say that was really smart, that is, it depends on who that's coming from because that could either mean one, you have really good taste in comedy and maybe that wasn't your, your favorite type of comedy, but you appreciate that somebody else might laugh at it. Or that's the last thing you want to hear because you just try uh, comedians trying to be funny. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's the goal. If someone says that was really smart, like it's like, Oh, well that's like, it all I think breaks down to what kind of comedy I guess you're trying to do. If you're trying to do smart comedy and somebody tells you you're doing smart comedy, that probably I don't know if you value the person's opinion, but it probably does feel like gratifying a bit, but I don't do, I don't try in the least to do smart comedy. No, you said something really interesting to me once uh, and it was really spot on. And I I wonder where you got it from or, uh, you know, how you thought, but you were, you said there are two different types of either comedians or actors Mm. and they're like scientists and football players. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and maybe a little bit in between. Um, but I think I definitely think I've always, well, I think it's always been what I've been in, you know, entertained by growing up like Jim Carrey, Chris Farley. Mm. To me, those guys are the football players, the dudes that just like, there's no limits. They'll just, you know, tackle walls down. Yeah. And then you have on the opposite side of the the coin, you have the scientists, the people that it's like, everything has to be so smart. Mm. Um, and I might just not be fast enough for that kind of stuff sometimes, but it just doesn't, I, I find it. And, but then, you know, the same, there is stuff in between because, um, I think you should leave on Netflix. I think does fall in between because it's, it's got that like football player mentality. Cause he's so fearless and then on the other side, it is really smart comedy. Like it's just, it's almost like math. It's almost like math how it's yeah. done. Yeah, it's that's just, interesting. I mean, I you can't, nobody can fit a square peg into a round hole, right? Mm-hmm. So when, when people in LA would talk, because at one point uh, over the last decade, there were a wealth of comedy schools people would talk about the differences between them and 
you would you would be clear to see you know the most stark comparison and the only reason they were being compared is because they were doing the same thing it was like improv comedy you know under that it's like ucb it's like oh well this is like it what it became was the people that were performing there at least taking school there uh taking classes there they would they would be like oh well, this is very cerebral i'm like a very sit down improviser mm -hmm. and then uh groundlings would be the the diff the opposite because they're just you know they're all movement uh, a little more movement based and uh wig based mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh so I don't know, I guess it's wherever you fit in, but I think you can only find that once you find your voice, you know, that's, uh, that's always, yeah. that's always interesting. And I think that, you know, we, there's a, like an experimental phase in our comedy. Cause I know coming out here, like I, I think I've found my voice a bit. I'm still like, I think it's a never ending journey. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, you know, in the past 10 years, it's evolved in many different ways yeah oh yeah man i i think you know it has to and i think for i i came to this conclusion like for people to digest me properly they have to be introduced to me in the right way which um it, which is all the effort that it takes up top uh in like a comedy set or like you know meeting somebody or, or meeting a, a room full of strangers, you know, in a, in a comedy setting. And, um, but I, I think there's so it. much to be said about that period with, with comedy in general, because I think like, you know, let's, let's back pedal a bit. Talking about like, like 2010 to like 2020 and like the well, I'm, comedy I'm, schools. I'm no, I'm pivoting a bit in the, like the discussion of, you know, I have a point to this. So you know how famous people, when they do stand up, they tend to get a bigger reaction and like, mm -hmm. regardless of the, the quality of the comedy or whatever, it's subjective, yeah. but you know, they tend to get a bigger reaction. I think it's because people know them. Like you said mm -hmm. something, you know, like, I think you hit the nail on the head is like, you go out there and you think it, it is so important to you that people, how you're introduced, mm -hmm. but the, the core of that is like, so people know you before you shovel your your comedy at them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i i think that that's there's that is so important in doing any comedy um when i when i had my snl showcase this past summer i think that's one of the things i made a, a mistake on is i came out there went straight into bits i didn't Got take it. a second to either introduce myself or connect with the audience before mm -hmm. I was like, just, Hey, take in my content. Right. I think it right. is important to take even a second to either acknowledge them, connect with them, introduce yourself, or just say that, Hey, we're on the same page here. I got your back. I'm going to throw some stuff at you. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You know, you know, what's interesting is like, I, I, I wonder what the elements are of it of like when you're meeting somebody like in like a dating scenario, I haven't been on like a true first date in a really long time. Like yeah, a, you jumped to like six date on the first date. <laughs> I'm right. The first date's a sixth date. I mean, so, <laughs> I mean, sometimes mentally I'm, I'm nowhere. Uh, <laughs> you're on the zero date. I, on, I don't even realize I'm on a date, but there, there needs to, I, I imagine people that, you know, first off, people that are maybe good at speed dating uh, are maybe not good at dating. Uh, that's there's something to be said about that. But imagine you have a minute to introduce yourself 
you've got to say, all right, what you do, where you're from, what you're interested in. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and I think the first, uh, you're Steve Martin, dude, have you read Steve Martin's book born standing up? I haven't. It's good. You should check it out. Uh, it's a rec full. I mean, will you read it recommend. to me? I'll read it to you. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I'm Steve Martin and uh, growing up night I, before I fall asleep. Probably. Exactly. <laughs> and he, he talks about how comedians he, that he saw would throw away their first line. And he, for him, that was like so important to him. So. Uh, yeah, what do you mean by that? Like, um, uh, like Steve Martin would have an issue with somebody going on stage. And this is the example he used. He goes, he goes, how's everyone doing tonight? It's like, maybe you could convey that you're a caring person in that way, but that is so cliche and of a thing to say first, you know, how's everyone doing? And I give it up for your host. Um, Thanks for coming out. That is a waste of air and a waste of time. Whereas, you know, he would come out and he would, you know, say something wacky just to like, turn the channel in everyone's mind like all right well we're gonna get something bizarre now you know um and so like you know i think i think that that's important just like just as you're saying like yeah you come out tell people like hey i'm shane or like you know hey i'm peter i'm we're on the same we're on the same team yeah exactly it's, it's like, like it's how hey. jim carrey used to come out and thank you very much or how are you doing all righty then to kind of be like all right you, you don't gotta respond we don't gotta do this that's I'm, so I'm genius. Right here yes. with you. Mm-hmm. That's the best example of, uh, of, you know, the most famous example. Cause mm-hmm. like, cause that was, I remember hearing that interview and he was like, he was like, yeah, I was nervous, but like, you know, he's so big that, you know, he needs that introduction and his definition of what he did was, yeah. Like you said, like, how's everyone known tonight? Alrighty then. It's like, don't even worry about responding. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, just, I got you. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think everybody should have a, a thing like that. I like that. Um, though, you know what? I mean, my thing is I get on stage. My, fi- my first thing, my favorite thing to say is, Hey, what's up everybody. My name's Peter. What's your name? And like, try and mm-hmm. get <laughs> so funny. It's like, Oh, come on. No, it's uh, great though. Like that sets the tone. I, yeah, I love that. But th- I mean, there was l- last night, there was like a heckler and they were, like there, there was no way I, I could get up there and be super happy uh, in that way. So, you know, you kind of, you kind of just have to read the room, I, I suppose. Um, Definitely. Uh, uh, yeah. Talking about Jim Carrey, dude, I just rewatched Batman Forever. When was the last time you saw that movie? recently too. I watched it really? within the last year. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Dude, Jim Carrey's performance is incredible. Oh, he obviously killed it it's yeah i don't know i mean as a kid i loved it yeah um, it didn't age well in my opinion really I mean, jim i didn't i don't think so maybe maybe if you go into it being like this is because i guess they were intending to go more campy comic mm-hmm. booky i don't know there are some okay that is great and that is that's the reason why Burton didn't direct it, right? Is because they wanted to sell more toys, et cetera. Uh-huh. And, you know, they created, with a lot of franchises that we see, you know, Ghostbusters. I loved the new Ghostbusters movie, but I know what it was. It was like a nostalgia overload. And, mm-hmm. you know, why do the little mini stave puff or uh, guys exist to sell little mini yeah, stave puff sure. people? You know, sure. 
whatever. And they're so cute. They're so cute. <laughs> I think that's evidence that the industry is dying in my opinion. Well, did you see the new Matrix? Yes. Did, what'd you think? All right. I, I want to get to the Matrix. We'll put a pin in that, but I want to okay. talk about uh, the uh, Batman Forever. So mm -hmm. I, I saw it recently. I saw it this week. Uh, we rewatched it. And why I loved it. Okay. So it's not, it, it is sell, it sells stuff. Like if you look at my cabinet, I have the McDonald's Riddler glass mug and the McDonald's Robin. Oh, glass shit. Mug. Yeah. From that time. I was like, I those beg, are so sick. Dude. Oh my God. Great. And like, uh, I shipped them out uh, in May because I, when I visited my grandma and I had the Two Face one and the handle was the coin, but that mm. one that one got broken in the in the mail. I was pissed. Those are very like um, I watch sometimes like um, videos on YouTube where people are going to thrift shops and stuff, and those are always something people get like excited about when they yeah. see them in a thrift shop. So I was excited for that. I was a kid. Also, this came around the time my, you know, my, my, my grandfather was alive. He was designing pools. And he would go to these expos and um, it, you know, where he would have a booth uh, and like, you know, just kind of like working for the company, just kind of like saying like, Hey, we could design this type of pool, or this is like a new filter, whatever. And then in the corner, I went, I went to one with him. This is a big auditorium. I forget what year it was, but in the corner, there was this guy and he was like, he, he had a huge screen TV. So I was like, oh, well, this is gonna be cool. And he was, he was selling the idea of Blu-ray DVDs. And this came and he was playing Batman forever. And I was like, oh my God, this looks amazing. So I was, I loved it. I also saw, I don't know if I saw it in theaters necessarily, uh, but I definitely remember that experience, but rewatching it, it's very campy, obviously. And it's very much, I mean, if you look at the details of that, it's very much comic booky in the sense that like Val Kilmer's Batman is Batman talking to Chase Meridian, talking to uh, Commissioner Gordon, like in the public eye. In fact, if you remember, there's a small scene where they they explain Two-Face's origin story where he gets this like acid thrown on him mm -hmm. and Batman was in the courtroom dressed as Batman. So imagine, mm. so it was like some trial and, you know, Harvey uh, Two-Face or whatever before he was Two-Face was trying to, you know, convict this guy and Batman was just there, just hey, sitting, playing. Hulk Hogan's, Hulk Hogan's trial, there was Terry Bollea and there was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so that's campy. You know, they got the crazy angles, Schumacher, whatever. Uh, and then Jim Carrey's performance, of course. But then, I mean, Val Kilmer is talking to Nicole Kidman uh, about having nightmares in the daytime. And like, they kind of like shift from like you know, an actual conversation to like what he sees. And he's, and like, that's pretty dark. If you're having nightmares during the day while you're yeah. fully awake, like, holy, that's like dark as hell. I mean, you're you're flipping my my feelings a bit, and also I forgot that the seal kiss from a rose was the dude that song. However, even as a kid, we just oh were all into that song. I still. It, it doesn't. Still, oh man, it's the only thing. It's the only song I work out to. That <laughs> that song, incredible. I think it was one of the last films. 
that had a song that was essentially like written for it or it debuted on a soundtrack. They don't really do that anymore, mm, right? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple like Men in Black. Oh, sure, sure. Was I right? I thought I think well that I grouped those in the same era. Mm, yeah, but I think definitely. I think that era was the last one. Um, the Matrix. I was able to suspend my disbelief enough until the third act where things started happening <laughs> it's and it felt like it felt like a big middle finger to warner brothers <laughs> here's the thing i don't want to like i'm so conflicted because it's one of the first movies that i can remember that i had to go on youtube after and watch an explanation video because i was frustratingly confused you're talking about the most recent matrix yes got it about what i watched <clears throat> that being said i feel like i need to watch it again <laughs> just to understand it maybe or see what i'm missing but that also frustrates me <clears throat> excuse me i see i see what you mean but that that's like that's why i'm frustrated is because i feel like am i missing it or is it supposed to be that meta I, I don't know. I, I, I feel Here's what I think. I, yeah, that, I mean, yes, I, that's an interesting takeaway. And I, I know a lot of people that also felt the same way, but I mean, the, the stance that I chose to take was number one, the Wachowskis, if they would have just like in the hangover series, if they would have ended it after one, it would have been amazing mm. and epic and would stand it would be like citizen kane of the genre right but this is america and you know this is you know the entertainment industry and nobody you know people Nothing like to sacred. exactly but and also people like to invest in a sure thing mm -hmm. right how many sure things are there i mean fuck i don't know uh, well at this point there's so many properties that are like you could pump out a, a handful of things and I'm, they'll probably do good well I, i'm sure but like but like years like over 20 years after yeah, the original mm -hmm. well after 20 years after the original people are like oh yeah people love ip or people are going to be curious oh, i see what you're saying to, to see this again this is going to make money despite it being released on hbo max simultaneously because of the pandemic mm -hmm. now when I mean, we were thrown into it immediately. And then at the reference of Warner Brothers, when when his boss or the new Agent Smith um, says War the words Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers, I was like, oh, I saw this in theaters, in theaters. I saw it. How was the reaction? I mean, there was me and like six other people in okay. there. It was like a matinee and I was just trying to get out of the house in Florida. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, whoa, they don't give off fuck it would like wakowski's don't give a fuck like the way that i took it was like punk rock we don't want to make this shit but if you're if oh you're, that's how you see it okay that's how i see it. it's like the wakowski's were like we don't want to make this but if you're going to make us make it then this is the shit we're going to give you it's going to be meta you know even that line that we're referencing like when they say warner brothers it's like warner brothers is forcing us to do something blah 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 again and that's kind of like felt like on the nose dialogue about the situation the Wachowskis were in and what's his name regular Mr. Smith 
wasn't back. So it's different, Mr. Smith. They like put over this like video game thing. And there was a whole montage of a writer's room where they're just talking about the great elements of the original films, Mm -hmm. which is hilarious to me and meta. And also, I mean, the love story between um, Neo and Trinity is, I mean, it was enough to like hold me on. And basically what it turned out to be was a self-referential meta jailbreak movie. Cause they're like, oh man, I want her to, you know, realize this, you know what I mean? Cause she has to ultimately make the decision and like, oh dude. And then like, yeah, they were trying to kickstart the IP again, though I don't think another film's gonna come out. And I, I don't really care. I didn't care enough. I was curious to see what they were going to do, but I didn't care enough to see, to rewatch the third one uh, to prepare myself. You know what I mean? I get everything you're saying. To me, it's just, I think it's just too much. It's too much for, I, but I also get the Wachowskis not wanting to do another one. And then wanting, if you're like, okay, if, if we're going to do another one, then we're, this is what we're doing. But you know what it comes back to? What were you going to say? I was just going to say, but to me, it's just too much. It was just too much. <clears throat> like there were too many elements happening. Like there was too many. It was like meta and like it was yeah. confusing. And it was yeah. video games. And it was yeah. meta, but it was also, they were also trying to. Uh, I think that thing that also it's like, it was meta, but it was like, was it also saying, you know, spoilers if you haven't. If you haven't seen it, then like skip ahead. But yeah, yeah. are they were they also saying that the first movies didn't happen or did happen and he forgot? Like oh, so uh so what they what they're what I believe that they were saying was that the first movies he experienced and then his consciousness was rebuilt. Rebuilt that's okay. And yeah, yeah, he yeah. and since they're controlling the him reboot kind of exactly. Yeah. Since they were controlling him through his prescription, a bunch of blue pills, right? Uh, that he eventually stopped taking, he could only see himself in a certain way, though Neo but then he had people, these memories that he turned into a video game. Yes, exactly. That was their way of saying, like, you could happen to be actual amazing... footage from the original film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why couldn't you have done like fucking sick quality graphics to make it look like a video game? Like that's one other thing I was just like, why be lazy with all the money you do have and just use the actual footage? He, I know. And then he eventually created like this, like Morpheus like character Mm -hmm. to, to see how, but he created him as an agent to see if he would break out hoping that he would. I mean, what it is, I mean, and this is, I I don't know. I don't know how I came to this conclusion, but what it sounds like as we're talking about it, it's Jim Varney. It's Ernest. Like, it's like Jim Varney. Those are two IPs that I never thought I would be discussing at the same time. But Varney created this Ernest Goes to Wherever, and then Mm -hmm. he made, I don't know what, a dozen, two dozen films off of it. And like, he just, you know, good on him, man. He like nailed this character and he wasn't like, oh, I've got to like, stretch my legs and do whatever it's like no i've got this one character i'm gonna keep keep doing it for as long as i can and you know i'm sure he enjoyed it uh, though i'm sure there were times he didn't enjoy it the wakowskis they also made cloud atlas and i think speed racer right 
and like visually mm-hmm. visually those movies were so ambitious and um i forgot they did speed racer and trippy right mm-hmm. so ambitious so trippy and here they are just like all right let's go back to the cash cow like they're like you didn't need to make a second or third let alone 20 years later a fourth film mm-hmm. if it wasn't about money but you know there's fucking there's celebrities doing voices in animated Disney movies. Uh, and there are, which if, as I remember, I think Robin Williams, like the first one to actually do something like mm-hmm. that. And there are, you know, people selling, you know, sell, you know, selling Pringles, you know, can be, like, it's like, you know, there's not, there seems to be for some reason, like a finite amount of, I don't know, like time to cash in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I don't know, man. I mean, what was what was it. your what was your favorite film? What was like what were some of your favorite films of 2021? Um shit, you're putting me on the spot. Uh, I don't know. Tell me some so I can spark my memory of yeah. what, what have you even seen. Uh, what did I love? I mean, I tick tick boom, amazing. Andrew Garfield actually was just awarded a Golden Globe for his performance, which I thought was strange they didn't uh advertise or they didn't have an award ceremony this year i know Be- mm-hmm. um though for the right reasons like uh, it was largely going to be boycotted because the hollywood foreign press doesn't have any um people of color which is in in their um in in their like contingent which is insane to me mm-hmm. um but andrew that aside um Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom is amazing, dude. It's available on Netflix. Oh, my God. Please watch that. I love that. Love that. Great performance. Uh, Pig, uh, Nicolas Cage movie. It's available on Hulu. Okay. That was the most subtle, intense acting I've ever seen. And for anybody that's ever uh, worked in the restaurant industry or, you know, anyone that's even gone to a restaurant or has you know gotten into like tiktok food reviews and shit like that it shines like a very particular light on that world uh those two are excellent i also love spider-man um mm-hmm. what was another one that i really enjoyed um yeah it was another weird year for movies because of the pandemic obviously i mean i love ghostbusters to just, you know yes just... ghostbusters and uh spider-man no way mm-hmm. home was awesome mm-hmm. um, no shame love both of them Dude, absolutely. I mean, I liked um, you know, this this was a this could be a discussion. Um is it don't look up. Yeah, man, that was interesting. I thought it was great. That covered a lot of ground. I like that. That covered a lot of ground about a lot of different mm-hmm. pop culture things, right? Definitely. I was thinking of, I was thinking about that yesterday. I was going on a walk. And then just, literally the timing of the CDC announcement, like three days later of like, oh, now you only have to quarantine for five days. It's like dude. this couldn't have come at a worse time. That's so upsetting. I know. Jesus. And at, yeah, Adam McKay's great. Um, yeah, I don't know. Other the other movies. Yeah, whatever. Whenever else? somebody asks me that, it's like I've seen so many movies, but then my my brain usually goes blank. Right. Yeah. I don't like. Fo- oh, last night in Soho was very original. Oh, that was yeah, fan- so good, that dude. Was so good. How, what did you? I did not walk into that movie thinking that was what it was going to be you know? i didn't walk into it thinking i was going to particularly enjoy it that much really yeah i mean I, gabby wanted to see it i thought it'd be cool but man it it just it was a perfect movie i thought it was perfect 
uh dude yeah it was it was great oh man suspenseful i love the way that edgar see what else came out in 2021 i can't yeah i love the way that edgar wright tells the story um uh i saw dune but i would file dune under a visually stunning film where uh that was like set to kick off an ip you know it's like there could be eight dune movies you know when it's all said and done and they all look great um did you see tom hanks's finch no i didn't see that did you see i haven't seen that either but people say it's awesome did you see licorice pizza i haven't and gabby saw it i haven't seen it oh really worth seeing um worth seeing um it's interesting it's really it's like i thought it was going to be more like american graffiti um uh the ron howard uh george lucas film uh, mm-hmm. I think it took place in the seventies, but it was actually more because of the cast of characters, but it was more, it was a little closer to Pulp Fiction. Whereas I felt like all the characters are great and interesting, though I'd love to see a character. I'd love to see th- them have their own movies, um, but it somehow just like worked. Um, also, did you see Red Rocket? I heard that's great. I haven't yet. That's some, I mean, I loved the Florida Project. Florida it's Project. One of my top 10. Oh man uh did you see being the ricardos Mm-mm, i don't really want to <laughs> i don't know something about nicole nicole kidman as lucille ball like i'm sure she crushes it but i feel like she, you could have picked a better option I don't know. she pulls it off and after watching that film there's no better example of separating the artist well i'm sure there's better examples but it was a surprising example of if the story that was told is true, being able to separate the artist from the art. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, On a similar note, did you see you know, Tammy Faye Baker movie? Yes. What'd so you think good. of that? So good. Dude, another amazing Andrew Garfield performance. Dude, mm-hmm. he's becoming like he's one of my favorite actors. Yeah. This was a huge year for him. Think about it. Yeah, dude. Pick yes. Boom, the Tammy Faye Baker, Spider-Man. Like I know. He's got a little resurgence happening. It's nuts. Uh, speaking of projects and uh, films and television and everything like that, mm-hmm. uh, do you have anything interesting coming up? Uh, can we see you on the television anywhere, Shane? Yeah, yeah. Station 19 returns February 24th. Nice. Um, yeah, ABC or Hulu. Nice. And that's about it. And um, the indie film Furry Fortune that we shot over the summer, I think it's it's pretty close to finishing. Ooh, Mm-hmm. It's called Furry Fortune. Furry Fortune. Mm-hmm. It's not about. It's not about furries. It's, a, it's, it, a, it's very different. Though we it, encourage for the furry audience to check out the movie. Is it about fur bees? Should have been. Should have been different movie. That's the movie you and I need to make. Furbies about the the yeah. It could, it could be a whole movie about the craze of. Remember how crazy that was? That was like, pretty crazy. It was like, but it was like a thing back then. It was like every Christmas, there was a big gift, like Tickle Me Elmo, Furby, and maybe that was it after that. <laughs> well, you know what it was? That was, what years are we talking? This is 90s, right? 97, 98. I think that era coinciding with the internet getting bigger was the end of physical um 
like physical toys, meaning um, the internet, you know, at the point where it is now, it's like Mark Zuckerberg's talking about having people invest in digital real estate Mm -hmm. in the metaverse Mm -hmm. or, or some, some crazy version of it, real estate outfits, whatever, Uh using real money, Bitcoin, whatever. But if you look at films like back to the future uh, and other films of that era that projected the future, nobody anticipated the internet. So we always thought, Oh yeah, our cars are going to fly or our things, our physical things were going to get bigger or, uh, you know, it wasn't, you know, you're going to see the world through uh, the screen in your hand or uh, on your desk, you, you know, the things would get like bigger and crazier, just like, you know, when you go to a theme park, like we thought that the world was going to be a theme park. Mm-hmm. And then like that didn't happen because the internet, it like minimized everything. And then also, you know, with like toys, like, like, I don't know what the big toy was this year. I, I don't think that even the concept of that it's doesn't even exist iPads. it's ipads everything is within <laughs> an ipad everything is digital everything is i want fortnite skins like you know the oh, kids, yeah. kids just want digital everything digital that's interesting man that's interesting interesting stuff uh all right shane we're gonna wrap it up here okay um but remember don't promote me don't I'm, use my name <laughs> i'm gonna do it damn it i'm gonna promote you uh is there anything else you'd like to promote anything you'd like to plug we got station 19 on hulu and then furry fortune i can't wait to see what that what is that about what is that about the it's a it's about a family dog that gets oh. uh gets um stricken with some magic that makes it shed money and then the what? family kind of as as they would takes advantage that's pretty cool yeah it was fun it was really fun Oh my gosh, that's fun. And that's, you said it's going to be out sometime this year? Yeah, it's looking like it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm excited about that. I'm pumped. Uh, and then, yeah, we can find you on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, just search me, you know, Shane Hartline. I'm, I usually I'll pop up on the socials. Do you, when <laughs> we're, we're far enough removed from it, but when you and I, I think we talked about it briefly on a previous episode, but we're far enough removed from this wedding that we went to for me to ask is there any time remember that wedding we went to oh in july yes 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 when you're just minding your own business do you get glimpses of of that night <laughs> in your head or that weekend at or March? people of that night yes for for sure there are oftentimes <laughs> i do a wellness check on the said said man <laughs> that were, pops in my memory this guy moved literally from north carolina to washington state after knowing a girl what less than two months less than two months on tiktok met on tiktok then they broke up in front of us yep as she was like flirting with this other guy and then it was revealed that she was engaged to a different guy six months ago but and let's also just say the quality of this dude he (laughs) didn't give well pretty much any of us but especially didn't give me a time of day right until we started discussing tiktok he looked me (laughs) up on tiktok and and saw my numbers and shit on TikTok, and then he acted <laughs> like I was. Oh, now I'm gonna act like you're a human being. Like it was a lot of like, astrology. Oh, yeah, and his thing is like a lot of astrology uh, and paramore lip dubs. <laughs> but now, but he, now, but he does this. He does something that I love so so much. Chef's what is kiss. It? 
is when people do those lip dubs and you they're like pretending like they're scream singing or yelling, but you know they're not making a noise. Oh, it's just the best. It's so oh, good. It's so weird. I I did do a wellness check. Like do an him. example right now. Sing a popular song, but scream sing it without saying anything. That's exactly what he does. <laughs> and it's fucking great. <laughs> and when we're talking about a dude, nobody knows what we're talking about. We're not going to tell anybody. What this is, guy, why are we doing this? I did a wellness check on him and he's dating another girl that he met on TikTok. And the reason we were bringing up wellness check is it was a bad public breakup. <laughs> it was crazy. Like she, she was, you know, kissing other guys and he's just standing there watching it <laughs> and he not only was he doing that but he was like filming himself yeah he was like documenting it, it. i was yeah and peter I was... was documenting it live streaming it so i don't know if that video exists so. no that delete that was deleted immediately oh that's unfortunate that was uh yeah hey i i guess it, which is to say take care of yourselves and others yeah okay <laughs> Are you telling me to do that? or That's what we're really getting at. No, anyone listening to this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's there, good. There doesn't need to be a greater message, but uh, sometimes there is. All right. My goodness. Shane, thank you so much for being a part of uh, the- My goodness. Thanks for having me. The season three premiere. There's no seasons, Peter. This there is an is... ongoing podcast that I hope never ends. I do love your podcast. When do podcasts- When are There's podcasts no season. To what, okay. What, what? Did you have a break? Yeah. Okay, well, then I guess you can call it a season. Season one is 2020. Season uh -huh. two is 2021. Season three, 2020. Those are years. Aren't they? Are they? It could Anymore? be. <laughs> uh, the seasons are changing, as are the years. As but, are the podcast seasons. But one thing that never changes is the support of my producers. And I'd like... <laughs> I'd be good if I, man, if I took myself seriously, I would be so insufferable, which, <laughs> which is to say, uh, I'm, I'm happy that I've, uh, in some ways grown out of that, uh, which is to thank the amazing, the, uh, very thoughtful, the, uh, incredible. Why are you doing like a jack off motion? Producing these. <laughs> descriptors of these people <laughs> i'm warming up uh for uh, producing this podcast i'd like to give a big thanks to mike gina justin collier kelvin don peter lauren s shane matt ashton matt pabian chris mcleod and Lindsay. uh if you'd like to become a producer of this podcast go to uh the links uh in the details and uh take um you know take a little stroll check out uh, Lucky Nick's Pizza, check out Totally Good Time. And uh, for official, this is new, for official uh, Florida versus merchandise, you can check out the link to T Public, uh, where you can get uh, hoodies, crewnecks, sweatshirts, t shirts, hats, masks. Hell yeah. Get all that fun stuff. Um, well, Shane, thanks so much for, again, for kicking off season three of the Florida versus podcast. It's. Hey, you're um say thanks for having me anymore no oh, good no there's <laughs> you're unthankful and i will remember no, that this is fun thank you all right shane uh floridians thanks for listening talk to you next time bye